Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Maeta. And yes, I believe that Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, all the large cloud companies will increasingly design more of their own chips as Google is doing, has been doing for several years now with TPU. So the hardware, as AI becomes more strategic, particularly as we're talking about applications that leverage deep learning models, neural networks, as those models and systems and networks become increasingly complex, and as they get, in the case of Google, Microsoft, and AWS, uh, and when, when I say Microsoft, I'm talking about Azure, uh, as those cloud providers increasingly embed AI capability into their offerings, they're going to want to control more and more of, of the, the hardware that drives performance. And that's obviously held true for, for Google, the, the AI leader with TPU. But I didn't want to talk about hardware today. It was just something I was working on with uh, an investor, and it was kind of top of mind. We published an article at Tech Today entitled, Time, Make the Most of It. And it was sort of a, uh, a summary article of the year. But unlike a lot of these lists that different content providers publish toward year-end, and, and we'll have our, our share uh, in the early part of next year. This particular article is more around just kind of a, a life lesson, if you will. Written for executive managers, CEOs in particular, but really applicable to, to anybody. And it's more around how to drive maximum output for every unit of time and resources invested, given that, that time is the one input that we can't buy. Once it's gone, it's, it's gone, and we can't reverse time. So how then do you maximize output? How do you optimize performance? And so we picked three focal points, if you will, subjects that we have written about, talked about on the podcast in past episodes over the past, certainly over the past year, probably over the past several years. Uh, one, one element is scale. You've heard me talk about scale a thousand times and how scale provides a real sustainable competitive advantage and how scale is everything is the title to the particular paragraph that talks about scale. The second element that we address is immediate action. If you wanted to sum it up in one word, it would be action. No time like now is the paragraph header. And you could read about it in detail, but the idea being that, let's say, for example, you're, you're a company and you're thinking about a new product. Our position is that it's better to go to market now Start the process now, start building it, get it out there uh, with, let's say, 60, 70% information, then trying to get 100% information or something close to 100% before going out to market. Reason is because you start to hit a point of diminishing returns, re diminishing returns in, in terms of upfront data collection, the prep work that you would do prior to rolling out a product. And the sooner you could get it out there, the sooner you could start learning. The sooner you could start to make mistakes, learn from those mistakes, iterate on the product or service, make it better, and start to reap rewards for, for the effort. Start, start to, to generate a return on your invested capital. And that while you're sitting in your chair thinking about it, you're losing time. Now, you're not doing anybody any favors by, by waiting. Similarly, if you're a company that uh, leverages M&A, maybe you're not a big R&D shop. It's less about internal product development and more about acquiring in order to diversify the product portfolio. And so maybe what you want to do as a CEO, instead of getting wrapped up in 
and petty ego stuff, and I've seen it a, a million times, rather than uh, you know do the ego thing and not acquiesce and maybe spend the extra $10 million on a $500 million deal, as an example. You know, maybe you take a step back and say, hey, in terms of the larger perspective, if we spend an extra couple points, an extra couple percentage points in terms of the overall purchase price and acquiesce a little bit, maybe it's not such a bad thing. Let's get the acquisition done this week, next week, as opposed to fighting over purchase price, having an ego-driven standstill, delaying the inevitable, and then, you know, maybe ultimately acquiring this company two years down the road. And it's going to cost us an extra couple hundred million. You know, if we believe in the acquisition, let's let's get it done. Let's drive performance and really do the integration work, really work the cross-sale element, really cross-train the sales forces and make the thing work. And if we do so, we'll more than make up for, you know, an extra few million in purchase price, an extra... Uh, couple few percentage points on purchase price we'll drive roic the the third and final element to this particular article we talked about was was focus focusing on that which matters most focusing on that which drives you know revenue the majority of your revenue the majority of your your profitability and where i've seen ceos fall down on this you could call it prioritization it's when a particular CEO, and I'm talking about the, the technology industry, because that's where my experience lies, but it's where a CEO or a management team doesn't have a good handle on where the industry is going, on what services do today's customers and tomorrow's customers want, and how do they want to consume those services. So basically, a, a management team, what I'm describing is a management team that's, that's stopped learning. And in order to prevent that, you've got to stay in learning mode. mode. You've got to say, stay switched on all the time. So that means you've got to regularly engage with customers. Record that feedback. You've got to have a, a, a feedback uh, collection mechanism that then goes into the, the uh, product development cycle. You know, it's going to be a continuous loop, something that hopefully you've institutionalized in terms of information gathering and then, you know, building it back into the product. Um, you've got to work hard to get young as a company. You know, leverage the young people you have in the in the organization. Understand what young customers what they're doing, right? How they're consuming. So if you think about, you know, we've written about um, these various streaming services for some time. Young people drove that. Younger people drove what you're seeing today. Uh, as far as the content companies offering streaming services. Because remember, it was back in 2011, 2012, 2013, when you first started to see cord cutting. And the college kids who at the time who just didn't want a cable box. I mean, I'm talking about post, post-graduate from, from college. They didn't, they didn't want a cable box. They just wanted an internet connection. And they would get their content through, through YouTube and on social media, right? So the, 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 the Busting of that that cable bundle is ultimately driven by young people, and so if you don't have your, your hand on the pulse as a as a management team, you're not going to be cognizant of what's going on in the marketplace in your customer marketplace until it happens to you, and now you have to react to it. You know, you you, you want to see that stuff coming before it starts to move the needle on your business, and you want to be able to address it, even if it means a little bit of pain, even if it means cannibalizing the cash cow a little bit. You want to be in a position to reposition the business proactively as opposed to having to address the problem reactively. And a lot of that, again, is being in touch with what's going on in the culture and the customer marketplace in your, in your organization as it all relates to younger people. That's all for now. See you next time.